This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good afternoon, family and friends, and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I'm Renette Myberg, and we just want to welcome you in the studio today. We are so blessed to be together, and thank you for joining me this afternoon. And as you know, I cover a wide spectrum of um, of topics, and we've got such an incredible topic this year, and I think it's very relevant for us to have it, uh, have Vuekazi Mata in the studio with me this afternoon, and she is going to discuss the relevant solutions in the marketplace, and is that not what we are needing advice on, especially in the start of the year? And uh, But I just want to give you a little bit of background to Vuekazi is, I tell you now, loaded, her Resume is like loaded, but I'm going to give you a brief, brief uh, idea of who, this amazing woman of God. Um, Vuyakazi is a strategic thinker and immediate executive mm. who started as a receptionist. I mean, she's got the most incredible testimony, but she'll share a little <laughs> bit of that later on. And moved through the ranks to a CEO position of a media company, called to step into hard places. Her professional journey is Testing in testing situations is a remarkable story. She is a transformational keynote speaker, entrepreneur, nation builder, actress, and a TV host, producer, and a content advisory to radio and to television. She is pioneering a force and advocate for cultural intelligence, and this is what we need to really focus on in this interview. We're going to really going to cover this. Very, very important factor. With a great passion for human transformation, productiveness, and drawing out the greatness in others. And she is the forefront of transforming culture through empowering individuals and organizations to lead change. Through her gift of inspirational speaking. She equips, empowers, and inspires people to impact their world. She is a certified leadership coach, and she has covered so many areas in her life. She speaks to all kinds of audiences and educational institutions, corporates, business, governments, churches, and communities, even into parliament she's been. Uh, you know, she's really been strategically used by by the Lord to really go into places where you and I cannot go and she's been twice selected by the International Emmy Academy of Television to join a delegation of South African Emmy Award judges who visited the USA for the ceremony exposure to the latest industry trends and techniques from the world's respected TV industry and professionals so Vuyakazi, thank you for being with us this afternoon. Praise the Lord that you're here with us this afternoon. Wow, wow, what a <laughs> pleasure and uh, what a privilege to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Renate. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you to Radio Pulpit for just uh, persevering on this journey to distribute the word day by day, your daily companion. It's great to be here. I'm looking forward to the show. Amen. Amen. But we are going to really listen to Jason K. George right now, and it's going to be good to me. And I think this is a good start. Good to me. me. <laughs> a good to me start <laughs> for, the, for the interview. So enjoy, and we will join you straight after this. You're listening to Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Good afternoon, and thank you still. 
being uh, tuned in here with us this afternoon. And I just want to encourage you, go onto our Facebook and you can see uh, what is happening in the studio with us. And we've got such beautiful studios and we've got such a beautiful guest. And we are so privileged to have Wei Kazumatu in our studio with us this afternoon. But she's going to share something very, very strategic, especially for those that are starting up businesses, those that are in ministry all spectres of life. And um, we're going to really cover a very, very important Mm. um, topic this afternoon about being relevant and having relevant solutions Mm. within the, uh, uh, you know, with kingdom-minded principles within business and strategies that we have planned for the new year within our own, in our own sphere, you know, how even, how are you even going to work, Mm. you know, even in the marketplace, you know, are are you going with a strategy with where you are going to enhance the kingdom of God? Mm. So where Kaz is going to really share that with us this afternoon, and I'm so excited because this is such an incredibly important topic. And, you know, where Kazi, you have had a remarkable legacy left in the secular world. I mean, your, Mm. your journey has, is the, such a beautiful journey um, in this difficult times that we are living in. And, you know, we are really living in unprecedented and perilous times, but there's mm. always hope. And you really are a beautiful uh, testimony of really going places <laughs> in an incredible way. Incredible. Yes. And, you know, but just, just briefly, uh, you know, share with us your transition from the world mindset. Yes. Mm. Yes, we've been there. I'm still there. And, and yes, <laughs> to that of the kingdom mindset and mm. the operations in the marketplace. You know, yes. we are being, we've been chosen to be yeah. different. Yes. And so how do we go even, as I said, sure. even if you're a receptionist mm. in a job, who mm. are you in that, mm. in that place mm. with kingdom minded, uh, yes. the kingdom set, uh, mindset. So yeah. just share with us, what was your journey up until now? Sure. Wow. My journey was uh, that of a huge awakening, <laughs> the great awakening. And I must say up front that I, I, I did not always see things through the lens of the kingdom of God. Uh, you know, when you arrive in the marketplace, you are given your contract, you are given your job description, and you are told how much you will be earning and uh, what your time and value is within that organization for a particular time. And we grew up in this scenario where there was a separation between what you do Monday to Friday and what you do on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So the word of God was always about just how you, how your character is and what your family does uh, uh, on a Sunday. I must say with not so much impact to what you do from Monday to Friday. And there's been now that huge awakening in the process since I started the, uh, being the business world since uh, 1990, whatever. I don't know if I'm giving my age away. <laughs> Since You're so 19, gorgeous. We wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't make max anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I must say it was just very difficult to kind of merge and put together these two very different worlds and now to be one person. As a result, I saw in the marketplace um, just how uh, what we will have these split personalities. Mm. I actually had a friend that was uh, one of my colleagues was working for another company and was very close to the manager 
of the business uh, where she worked, but you would find that they are friends on Sunday uh, when they are at church and at a prayer meeting, and then when you come back to uh, to work on Monday, it's like competition. <laughs> the fight is on. Remember my <laughs> position, okay? Yes, yeah, the rank. <laughs> the friends gone out the door for this week. Yes, that for was week. for prayer meeting and cell group, but it's just not for here, you know. Mm, so you see this, terrible. and she had such an emotional turmoil about how mm. to place, how to relate. So there was that uh, challenge. It's just just one example, and I know there's many of the scenarios where we found ourselves. Um, you are a church on Sunday, and you hear what the word of God says, and then on Monday you have to do something completely different. So we are in a society right now that is in the way that it is because we as people of God who have a revelation of what ought to happen have not had the courage, have not had the courage, have not had the boldness and just have um, not heard the nerve to stand up for certain things that are right. Yes, Rome was not built in one day, but there are certain things that one can begin from to, to 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 build. So I would say that my journey was one that I had to experience a huge loss. I had to experience a rude awakening yeah. <laughs> uh, for Painful me to be well. able to get back. Because when I reflected, you see that God uh, looks back at you and say, I entrust you with this and I entrust you with that. But I'm glad to say that my um, arrival to the place of these two worlds coming together in a kingdom mindedness um, happened in the end, <laughs> you know, yes. eventually. So <laughs> I have a lot of empathy, uh, 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 understanding, grace and compassion uh, for each and every person's journey. Uh, in the marketplace, I come without judgment at all. But at the same time, I come also with a challenge uh, because uh, we are the ones who have failed society by representing a double-minded, a lukewarm and a powerless uh, kingdom of God. Yes, I can tell you now, I, I mean, your your particular journey of when you clocked out of the, the, the world. Oh, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that one was, I would say, the highest level of temptation that I'd ever experienced. Yes, you, you had other experiences mm. in the sense that we come from the media um, gate mountain a sphere of influence and there are certain things and we are was in a production house a production house where you had a stake and the ownership in it and some of the content that was produced wasn't honoring and some of the content that was being done um, was not in alignment with the building and with the word of God. And it doesn't mean that whatever you do, it must be gospel, must be churchy, must be preachy. But there are certain things that you know that they are against the word of God. But because a broadcaster pays you and because a broadcaster expects it, so you bow to it. So you are basically allowing yourself to be paid to sin. Yes, and do we not all So it's like God took me into this place. Um, he took me out of the space of accepting participation 
and active participation on things that are in outside of alignment with him. Mm-hmm. And it's been a very, very challenging And you in uh, in, in it you actually lost and decisions. A lot and decisions so, yes, because it was an issue of values. I mm. mean I'm talking twenty million Rand which was already available for access for the uh, 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 equity acquisition process that I was in. And at the end of the day on three occasions, that's where I came face to face with the realities of how money is issued in the different institutions mm-hmm. in this nation and the terms that come for free. Nothing is free. Yes, except the gospel. <laughs> uh, eh? no, except nothing the gospel. comes for free except the gospel. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Nothing comes for free. So I was confronted with the hectic ethical dilemmas. Yes. And remember, in the marketplace, the more you rise uh, in terms of... In the, ex- the, more, the more you rise, the more you confronted with the strongest principalities, powers, and rulers that are operating and confronting in that mountain. And we know that Mammon rules all the mountain, the love of money. Mm. And so God took me to this place where I could no longer accept anything to do with money that does not come clean. Yes. And sure. if um, if the uh, 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 if the, I can see that here is a moment of breakthrough, these are the rules of engagement, and these are the terms. And somewhere along the line, I see something that is in direct conflict with the values, the principles of God that I have chosen to follow. Mm-hmm. So it's been a trend and a trail of no's. <laughs> yes, and not to say that sure. a sacrifice in price came to Yes, that. no, definitely, um, Renette, of course, because major business decisions that we had to take, contractual agreements that we could not pa- be part of, a business loss that we had to, uh, to, to, had to experience to the place of uh, family and emotional trauma. Um, mm. Yeah, to the extent that the pressure that we, uh, we, we, we experienced were, took us to a state, a place and a case where um, my husband couldn't take in anymore the amount of pressure that we are under. And it wasn't the financial pressure. Money was available. Was the pressure was the issue of values. Mm. It was the issue of business ethics. And one thing I think I've learned the most in this journey, and I think it's important for anyone who is within the sound of our voice to understand this, because I, don't be, I didn't understand it the way that I do now. There is a big price to values. Mm-hmm. You pay the price for values in the society that we are in today. Uh, so, yeah, so we paid with a high price, the amount of years, because after we lost a lot, uh, lost company, lost uh, your equity, that you actually did not take um, leaves, didn't, didn't take certain leaves, you poured your life into building the equity of a business, sacrificing, and at the end of the day, lost it all, uh, you know, with really nothing to show besides integrity. 
lost everything. Mm, but lost financially, lost in assets, uh, to a stage of actually my husband also just collapsing uh, from yeah from the amount of pre- of, of pressure that uh, we're experiencing left and right at the time collapsed. And in 2020, he died, and he died of um, under the choices that we chose to take in the, as a family. To, to stand up for righteousness, to refuse to bow to mammon. And I got to a place where I understood why people bow. And I'm not saying this is a, 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 a green card for us to continue to do so, but because of the place that we reached, you know, a place where you lost everything, you have no car, you have no home, you have no food, uh, from earning uh, 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 very decent salaries to a place mm. of asking people for bread, you know, because you refuse to bow. He says, according to Daniel, says, mm. I will not bow. Yes. I still say that today. Yes. I will not Absolutely. bow. I will not bow to this golden statue that is money, where we are uh, uh, pressured with fear, where we are pressured with the fear of loss, fear of, 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 of suffering. So when I say, I was saying earlier that it's important to understand that there is a price to values. I think I felt that because I chose what God told me to choose, because I chose the, the, the path of values, because I chose the path of business ethics, because I chose the path of doing what is right, what will give me the shalom. Yes. peace in my heart mm. i thought that Amen. things will be come easy along the road i never imagined the level of difficulty and things actually got worse uh, from there so i think it's important that as you take your decision that you understand the price uh, that comes with it, that you don't go like me. That's why some certain experiences, others get earlier because we are trailblazers, we are pioneers, and we are people who make a way for others uh, to come after us. So in terms of experience, in terms of professional experience, in terms of life experience, I want to say now, when you choose God, when you choose values, when you choose integrity and ethics above buying, above allowing yourself to be bought, know that there are consequences. Know that there is, um, uh, there are results from not bowing, you know, no matter how mm. those results look like. So you should expect, don't be like me and expect that, no, God, I honored you so uh, in a month or two, you better come up with a plan. And month two went down, months went down, years went down, you know, without mm. um, that instead you shattered and falling into pieces. And also you had to rebuild your understanding of who are you? Are you the car that you drove? Are you the company that you owned? Are you the, are you the bank balance? And it's so funny how life is after all the pain and after all the suffering, your place of saying, thank you, 
Thank God. Just say, thank God it all happened, you know, because right now I can say it out there. I am an untouchable. I am an unstoppable. We are moving with the unprecedented power of God. We are the restorers of God's power. We are the restorers of God's truth. We are the restorers of the identity of who we are as Africans. We are not what everybody tells us that we are. In God, we are rich in Christ Jesus. We have everything according to that which has been spoken Amen, of us. amen. But Alleluia. listen to the song that we're going to listen to by Courtney Jones, Alive. 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 Look, and we have that? resurrected. <laughs> we are back amen. in So we're going to enjoy Alive now by Courtney Jones. And then we're going to continue. What, what a message of hope and encouragement. So join us straight after this and we will continue this conversation. Rise with Renette Myberg, Finding God's truth for the way forward together. Hi there, everyone, and thank you for staying staying with us this afternoon. And we've really got something very special happening in the studio this afternoon. Go look at us on Facebook. Yes, hi there, everyone. We are here. Oh, I have Wei Kazimatu um, in the studio with us, and she is the director of Voice of Africa. And mm. it's so important what she's sharing with us this afternoon. Mm. We had such a powerful um you know, first session. So please stay with us. And, uh, you know, we really deal with, uh, we're dealing with the marketplace at the moment. And, yeah. you know, there's so many, we're wanting relevant solutions uh, mm. uh, for Akazi because somebody's sitting at their desk now and they're sitting, you know, who are they mm. at in their company? And mm. who are they as leaders? Who mm. are they as supervisors? And, you know, you've you've hosted many conferences throughout the world. I mean, you yeah. are just where the Lord is actually taking you <laughs> in spite of your, your your experiences of standing for the morals and the and, and the values of Jesus Christ. Um, the Lord has taken you places mm. where is phenomenal what mm. the Lord is, how he's used you as a, incredible tool for those to understand the different cultures that we are, you know, uh, South Africa's really got a great mix of culture. And, you know, what is the business culture? Yeah. What is the individual's <laughs> culture? Yes, what is our nationality's yeah. culture? Sure. So those are the big things that we need to really start That's what navigating. We need wow. to know how to navigate that because, you know, we get stuck in our own cultures. And, you know, we don't really honor and, and tolerate each other's cultures, whatever, religion, whatever. You know, there's different things that mm. happen in the, in the marketplace. So I want you to share that with us and just see what, what when, you know, as you've moved yes, around all over, even across the, the oceans as well, you've yeah. just come back from London and all that, you know, what is the, what is happening? Well, in I the, must say a, London was actually very impressive um, mm. in terms of uh, you touched on culture. I really noticed that in the UK, London especially, is such a, um, a representative uh, city as you walk in it, you know, uh, but that's a story for another day. But here back home on the issues of business, what I have noticed you <laughs> is how much we are still in pockets. Yes. <laughs> you when know, is that going to change? When is that going to change? It needs, I think the hour that we are in, I think mm. our ignorance of culture intelligence our comfort into the spaces where we are is also our delay 
Yes. Because your market, irrespective of what product um, you deal with, if you have a strategic growth and a future plan and a sustainability plan, your sustainability plan cannot uh, exclude your awareness of cultural intelligence, just how to navigate and how to embrace the different strategies that are required for you as a business person so that you aren't guided, aren't led, even in your marketing strategies, even in your approach to clients. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you have like a finger, in fact, of who exactly your client mm. is? Because I find that once people actually speak to different clients, they always come out with them. Especially if you extend uh, diversity of your approach, you will find that the respect, the, the response and the feedback that you get from the different cultures will actually enrich your product and position it by allowing your client to speak back uh, to, to you. To speak back. To yes, allowing the client to that. speak back to you. Um, uh, so I noticed that when it comes to culture, we do a lot of assumptions and a lot of um, formulations, unconscious bias. Mm. Yeah, things that we do without even knowing that we do them. Mm. Things that we don't even um, pick up from ourselves. So when you empower yourself, empower your experiences, expose yourself to um, uh, 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 um Matters such as culture intelligence, unconscious bias, all the diversity initiatives, um, it's actually a business investment. Sometimes it's like, ah, I'm okay, I'm just selling this and all of that, I'm fine. But you find because you just don't know what you find in your pond, you find in your dam, there's a whole ocean that's waiting for you on the other side in terms of your growth, in terms of your market share, and in terms of your profitability. Speaking of profitability, uh, uh, <laughs> this year, it's a funny thing because it's like the minute the clock turned, that's why I'm, I, I, I find it's really amazing when you speak uh, times and seasons, mm. the shifts of times and all of that, that we got into 2024 and it was just a matter of a night that turned into a new day, day. but correct. the difference was so huge transitioning mm -hmm. into 2024. So this year, Renate, as we start this year, wherever you are at, find out about how you can um, take yourself out of yourself mm -hmm. <laughs> and help yourself to come out of yourself because you will find that um, the people that you engage with um, you are indirectly rejecting them without even knowing that you are rejecting them. You know, uh, for example, if you work in the shop, I mean, right here in the mall closest to us here in the studio, the Tiger Valley, there are boutiques there, there are shops there where you will see someone, um, you will see the, the, the clients, the shoppers of different cultures walking around, looking at the clothes, nicely looking at the clothes and the owner is maybe sitting there at the desk just allowing the women to go through the clothes or the men, whoever uh, is there of the different culture. But the minute I walk in, the person gets up and stops whatever they were doing, follow you around. 
<laughs> Ouch, I have no words for that one. You know, because after all this time, it's story. like, especially if you are mm. going towards things that are small, maybe passes, wallets, or, or whatever, then a person like you can see in their faces, they're jumping mm. and they have to watch your every move. While there were other four clients in the shop who were walking around and doing their. They are, they, they are shopping uh, without uh, feeling the pressure of someone behind them. Sometimes it's, uh, um, it's not even about the pressure, but the, there's one thing about the human being and discernment. You feel mm. the spirit or the attitude that is driving the person. Mm. And especially we who are readers of body language, you can already see the, yes. the fear in the person that they are uncomfortable about you walking freely without being watched in their spaces. Mm. You know, so um, it's just matters like that. You know, it's like matters like sensitive matters like catering. You know, in Cape Town, you have companies. Yes. You know, out that already. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, like catering, for example, mm. you run your company and you have your staff um, compliment uh, maybe your percentage. Look at the percentage of your staff compliment. Do you even know? Or whenever you are thinking of, Trump, of doing something, you are doing it from your perspective That's and from correct. how you see mm, things. Very important. Um, so, yeah, so it's just all of these um, uh, operations to just look around you and see, okay, if, uh, if I'm having this uh, uh, event and I'm having these people coming and this is sort of what is expected in terms of um, the, 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 the culture split, uh, how can I make this menu uh, accommodative yes. to, 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 to those that are coming in. I know things are expensive and sometimes it's uh, these things come, it's, it's difficult navigate. and you can't make it. You know what? Just an effort. Just the thought behind just it. Just a thought behind it. You can have your whatever that you are having and just have a stew or you just have Seven, one pot of seven beans. If it's finished, it's finished. Start somewhere. Um, even though there are different ways, different scenarios, and it should not only be the one culture that is making the effort and the other one uh, isn't. So it's all of these matters that at the end of the day, they shape. My sister, at least December, this last December, she literally just walked out of the shop. And you know, Joe, because... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Capetonians have become tolerant over time, mm. you know, because you sort of get used to something that's wrong. Cause, or, or sometimes you just run out of energy of trying mm, to, 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 to defend. Um, so she literally just walked out, says, I can't, mm. you know. So yeah, and it's, it's like, not right. And you it's know, just uh, not right. Kazi, so, you know, I would like us to continue. You know, there's something about uh, what you were saying now about this cultural difference. Yes, I want to just touch more to on. Yes, I just want to. So, touch can we come cut. after that? Because I would like you just to tell me what you're busy with as well yes. right now. Oh, crazy. So, yes, <laughs> we've got to get time for that as well. So, okay, we're going we to listen to There's Only in. One by the. There is only one. There's only one by Chanel Wink. And I think this is going to be exactly what we where we're at, right? There is only one, and Chanel that's Jesus one. Christ. I'll Christ. And that is I'll his stand. rules. And so we're going to just going sure. to play out, play with that right now. And we'll be back with uh, for your cause because I don't want to lose this cultural thing. <laughs> it is a very, very important yes. factor mm. in our society, and it needs mm. to change 
urgently. Sure. We cannot wow. ride we this are so behind. dirty old wave any yes. longer. So we're going to enough is enough. <laughs> and I just want to encourage you, so if you've lit. enjoyed our program, uh, it's uh, our WhatsApp line is 081-729-1657. Mm. Our telegram number is the same, 081-729-1657. And we have an SMS line, 37988. And uh, that will be standard rates. But our Facebook is... Uh, K Pulpit, you're welcome. Go and join us there. We've got um, our podcasts that are also on our owner FM. Go and see how we can. And on our app, use our app, use our app, download our app, then you can get all our programming on there as well. And then we've got a counseling department 021 9177 option one. And if you need some prayer or some direction, please call us and see how we can help you. And we're going to play out with There's Only One. There's Only One. With Chanel Wink. Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. With Renette Myberg. Finding God's truth for the way forward, together. Good afternoon. And we in the studio with Kazi Martu, Director of West of Africa. And we are, we've just had such a challenging, actually a very challenging <laughs> um, uh, topic about having relevant solutions. And even if it comes down to something minor within your office and in your workplace and in your, even in your company, are you aware of these things that are mm, happening? The mm. cultural differences, how are we navigating that and what is our narrative in it? And how are we coaching um, our staff? How hey. are we to understand each other and tolerate each other? I mean, you and I did a, a, a conversation with a company a couple of years ago. Yes. And really, <laughs> and we were surprised. It was happening in the kitchen. I mean, people were struggling in the kitchen of how to cope with each other's eating habits. Mm. One, some people were eating with their hands. Some were making f- fish and chips. Others were too, pulling up their noses. I'm going to Others were here. disgusted. Disgusted. <laughs> and that is not true. And we and not sure. understanding each mm. other. So, mm. for you, Kazi, mm. what are you mm. busy with now? Because mm. I know you're dealing with major companies. <laughs> so, you've been invited yeah. to do yeah. a lot of things and you're going to have events in the future. So, how can they keep in touch with you? Yes, having been in Cape Town setting um, now for 24 years, <laughs> yes. 25. Some people have been here for longer. But my area of calling and passion is business, marketplace, um, as an entrepreneur. And uh, being here, uh, you've, won, you've seen a lot when it comes to cultural um, uh, confrontation issues, the need for cultural convergence, and the need for solutions. Uh, instead of uh, sitting back because you see the triggers, whether mm. it's on social media, in the companies, and all of that. People, they walk around, you know, they call it like thumb bombs, just waiting mm-hmm. for anybody to do a racial thing. And you find that sometimes people become outlets of what has been done in the companies. Mm-hmm. Um, I come across a lot of professionals that are going through very um, difficult situations in their work environments. And you'll find that now when they are outside those environment, they, those environments, they, um, they are so sensitive and touchy to respond mm-hmm. to honest people. 
you know, to honest people who have nothing to do with what was done to them at work. So now sometimes when you are at church now, in your church setting, somebody says something. Your, you already... Your, yes, uh, your antennas. Yeah, your antennas, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm looking like for. Little, it's like, oh, mm. just waiting. Because in your work situation... You've been you, wounded you've and been, hurt. Yes, you've been wounded and hurt. And all the felt, feeling marginalized, prejudiced, and even unable to even express it because you are in need. Of so we job. Yes, mm. you need of the job. So you've tolerated it. And so you find that people, when they go out there, that's why when you go out, whether it's the traffic, uh, road rages, and all of these yes. things, oh, that's, that's some of it, it is cooked at work out. at the mm. 9 to 5. Yes. So when they come now to an experience or a situation, that's sometimes needed they, to exercise patience and understanding. But you blow up because you are already a time bomb because of what you have experience mm. i remember um and we spend most of our time in the work yeah in you, the, in you the spend a lot of time so now that's why it's like it looks like in society or in social media there's a lot of racial fights and all of that it's not it's just about up. that yes it's just a build up and now it's a space of people to uh, outlet uh because of what's happening so anyway um in terms of uh, solutions, really, one how do we do this? Then oh, there are diversity programs, you know, but we still haven't progressed. But I've really been watching, observing, studying, learning, um, and integrating myself with the people in the cultural intelligence mm -hmm. uh, space, including Dr. Um, uh, Dave Livermore in uh, in the U.S., who specializes one of the fathers of cultural intelligence. And if you study it, you will see that you do need to understand your cultural intelligence. School just to know where you are and how you relate and it is measurable yes. and you can measure you can get to understand your cultural intelligence strategy how what are the things that you need to be aware of before you go and engage with people whether it's in shops it's at work situation or at an event to make you your uh, uh, self cultural culturally intelligent and, aware, and uh, yes and aware so there are different ways you know there are elements of cultural intelligence the cultural intelligence um, strategy or cultural intelligence drive and so on and so on so these workshops Chips that are we do, they, you get to start how can they get coming coming into here very you on, your Facebook, on your face unjudgmental okay? unjudgmental safe space empowering mm. equipping and eye-opening on some of the things that you didn't yes. even realize yes. that you are doing in order to truly engage and connect deeper with the people that you deal with you can get hold of me on 074 018-4671 074-018-4671 you can whatsapp me i can send you the details about our upcoming events or alternatively vyokazi my email address vyokazi at voice of africa media Com. Thank and then you. also on Facebook. Yes, <laughs> on Facebook and social media as yes, well. Yes, um, and I just Facebook, want to even though on Facebook the Lord always leads me from a ministry perspective um, 
often I often engaged on 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 yes. that not so much business. Not so much, but we need yeah, to we need to up business, that game maybe. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's another story. Another story for you. I've another. always wanted to roll out in terms of a strategy, but yeah, mm. we're there now. But so just please be encouraged and look out. And even if you want to, you know, our, our WhatsApp number is. We um, got how many minutes? I have. Oh, a, I need to one minute prayer. One minute, yes. Let's just do one minute prayer because I also need to share something yes. that we are doing as well. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Thank you. Father, we thank you for this day that you have made. We thank you for aligning your people with the time that we are in. We humble ourselves before you, Lord. We are recognizing that something is not working culturally, Lord, in terms of our unity. You say, Father, where there is unity, you command a blessing. Amen. We have struggled to be in unity. But because of your power, your guidance, your leadership, and your empowerment, Lord, the steps of the righteous are guided by the Lord and it is through you that we gain our victory in Jesus name Amen, Amen, Amen. thank you so much for being with us it was such a privilege, honestly I cannot wait to see what you're going to be doing in the marketplace and family and friends just go, uh, go and keep, keep up to date and just Go and look out for these events that are coming. I just want to encourage you. We on the 9th of March, 2024, we're having from 9 o'clock until 4 o'clock in the day by a friend of God, Goodwood Archies, we are having the, mm. an Easter conference with Dr. Elsa Mayer. Please go on to Quicket if you want to book with us and or you can get tickets or uh, book tickets via info at capepulpit.co.za or you can contact us at the office 021-9177-000 and we can give you more information about that but please come and join us we're going to be absolutely an incredible event that is uh, uh, partnering with us and uh Turn to God Ministries is also partnering with us on this. So please come and join us. It's going to be a fabulous day. Just gather and see how Jesus operates and how we need to uh, hear his voice in this, in this time. So that will be with Dr. Elsa Mayer. So stick to the rules, family and friends out there, <laughs> and we will see you next week and have a super blessed week and just going from upwards and forwards from this day onwards, from strength to strength, from glory to glory. Amen. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.